0: Welcome to The Con Pod, a Star Trek convention podcast. A proud member of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Here is your
1: host, Ron Roble. Hello, and welcome to Lucky, episode number 13 of The Con Pod, a Star Trek convention podcast that's part of The Trek Geeks. This month's episode is going to feature a deep dive into three fantastic, unofficial events that are occurring during this year's 57-year mission tour, in Las Vegas, Nevada, otherwise known as STLV. As of this recording, we're just under two months away from this event and very much looking forward to it. The first event we're going to look at is the Fan Geeks Party, which is hosted by the Trek Geeks and Sets. Our second event is going to be the Newbies and Solos Meet and Greet, a great event for first timers coming to the convention. And the third event is going to be the STLV Craft Swap, which is a really fun way to get some swag and meet some fantastic Trekkies. So without further ado, let's kick this ev- this episode off. So joining us to talk about the Fan Geeks Party is Bill Smith, one of the hosts of The Trek Geeks. Bill, thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you, Ron. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: And we're joined by Lou Halbeth, the Managing General Partner of Fansets, the official sponsor of the podcast. Lou, thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to have you here as well.
0: It's an honor to be here to talk with you, Ron. Not so much uh, with Bill, but with you for sure. (laughs) I get that a lot. Anytime we can talk Star Trek and
1: pins, it's a good day. So, Bill, let's jump right off the bat with you. Tell me a little bit about this party. How did this thing get started? What's the history behind it?
2: Well, it it goes back to, gosh, Lou, what was it the the fifty first convention? Yes. Uh, so the year after the fiftieth, Lou and and his uh, his partner John came to to Dan and me and said, "Hey, we want you guys to host a party for us." And here's where we're going to have it and blah, blah, blah. We never hosted a party before. We had no idea what we we're doing. Um, but us either. It, yeah, it, right. You know, this was a this was a big, you know, wing and a prayer for 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 all four of us. And we said, well, let's just let's get a bunch of people in a room and have fun. And that's kind of how this party started. Um, and here we are, uh, you know, COVID years aside, this is the fifth or sixth one. I've lost count but it winds up being one of the most anticipated parties of the convention week.
1: That's awesome. And Lou, I know that from your side, this event, it, it brings to showcase some of the pins. Um, I would imagine most of our fans, most of our listeners are diehard Trek fans and know all about fan sets. but go ahead and tell us a little bit about fan sets and how you guys got involved in hosting this amazing party.
0: Well, like all good ideas, we, John and I were sitting around talking talking it's like we need we need to do something to stand out because we're literally a two-man team fan everyone thinks fan is this big warehouse and multi-employees I mean it's two of us and and my son part-time when when he has time and I had been listening to Bill and Dan uh as just a listener and I'm as you can already tell, I'm not good with a mic in front of me. So I I told John, I said, you know, these guys are very, very friendly. They come across well. Dan is obviously handicapped by Bill, but we took that into consideration. <laughs> and we we decided to uh contact these guys. And I gotta tell you though, all kidding aside, um Dan and Bill are like my brothers. I mean, we we I I'm sitting here joking with him but it's because it's it's what a brother would do to another brother and it it was a match made in heaven we from that moment we got to sit down and talk with him and plan this out. And, and what a lot of people don't know is that bill is so meticulously ahead of the schedule and planning this stuff that um what we're going to do how we're going to do it when we're going to do it it it's why it comes off so well. And the first year it was kind of a shoestring deal, but everyone that attended had a great time, and word spread. And then the next year, we didn't know how to distribute the tickets, and that's when uh, the geeks came up with, "Well, let's do it online." And you know, if if we've made it past sixty minutes on any of these last couple parties i would be surprised in distribution of tickets and it's just a good time it's it's a birthday party it's a new Year's celebration it's christmas it's it's all of that wrapped into one thing for star trek i
1: love it it always feels like stlv is the met gala for nerds throughout the quadrant and this party is the after party that just you got to be on top of things to get a ticket so bill let's talk about that a little bit how um This event is sold out. Where is the venue this year? What's what is it going to look like?
2: Well, you know, it's amazing because the first couple of years we did this, it was it was a tiny little place over at Caesars Palace. And and although it worked, it it never really felt like the perfect place for the party. Um, uh, Earlier this spring, Lou and John were out in Las Vegas and they were scouting locations and they walked through the door of Millennium Fandom Bar on, on Las Vegas, just off Las Vegas Boulevard. And um, it felt like home. And then um, they started sending us pictures and we had a conference call with the owner and uh, it just, it, it came together. So we're incredibly excited and stoked and pumped to bring this party to honestly, the venue we should have found all along that we didn't even really know about at the time. Absolutely, Millennium Fandom Bar, which is just, you want to talk about a celebration of fandom, Ron. Um that's exactly what Millennium Fandom is and it's it's the perfect place for fan geeks party.
1: I am looking at their website too and it looks like they have they have swag they have and they have a whole like Trek themed swag. So I mean it's these guys it's a Millennium Fandom it looks like it's Star Wars focused but it looks like they are definitely no strangers to Star Trek fandom.
2: Well next you know right next to the bar there's a giant Klingon crest you know, they've got various, you know, uh, memorabilia from all kinds of sci-fi shows all throughout the bar. Yes, there is an R2-D2, but who doesn't love R2-D2? Let's be honest. Awesome.
1: Love it. <laughs> and blue is one of the sponsors, so I'm assuming that you folks are there selling
0: pins, correct? We, we won't at the party. We will be doing just the opposite. We will be giving them away because that's what we're known for. We have uh, some really uh great stuff that we're going to be premiering at the show uh you know we're we're hoping that it'll it'll excite the the people who are attending it'll be great it always is
1: that's great that's exciting that's awesome I, i i'll be honest i this is my fourth or fifth stlv i've never been to this party the what? How did we year? let you it, on yeah, the network? Is, <laughs> right, This should be a lot of fun. So I'm so excited. I've heard so many good things about the pins, about the guests. Bill, did I hear correctly that there are some special guests that might
2: be joining us this year? There are. And in order to, to introduce that, I, I want to back up a little bit because folks who who were listening to this may have attended last year's party. And I know I speak for Lou when I say this. It was not the event that we planned, intended, or were satisfied by um we heard from a lot of people Lou, or promised
0: or, or promised right. by the owner
2: um lou hears from people all the time i hear from people all the time that that party just wasn't wasn't what they wanted and we get it you know we wasn't what we wanted either um you know the the venue told us they were going to do x and y and z and then did the exact opposite so this year to make up for it we've decided to do yep. a live audience recording of the trek geeks podcast at the party it's the first time we've ever done this um we're a little crazy for doing it but we said we're gonna do this we have to we have to bring some heat you know um so we called our friend john billingsley who instantly said yes uh he of course dr flocks from star trek enterprise we also have joining us bonnie gordon the voice of the computer from star trek prodigy as well as some other characters on prodigy um and that's just the start we have a couple of other things in motion we're hoping to announce at least one more special guest, um, uh, and if it's more than one, then I'm going to be, you know, even even happier, and I think Lou will be too. But uh, and then after that, Bonnie's also going to be the halftime yep. show, so she's going to do a couple of musical numbers uh, because fandom loves Bonnie and Bonnie loves fandom. And then after that, we're going to do. Uh, I and I've I've told Lou to get ready because we're going to do the biggest giveaway of fan sets pins in the history of this party Uh, it's the entire second half of the party Um, we're going to try to get as many people to leave that party with pins as possible and um, and that's my goal is to bankrupt blue just about every year
0: (laughs) absolutely and we're in for it
1: well we are so excited about this i i know the event Is sold out, um, but Bill and I were talking and I think we are able to do a giveaway. So if you're listening to this podcast and you do not have tickets, um, all you have to do to win, to have a chance to win two tickets to this event is to tweet at TrekConPod, tag at Fansets and post a picture of your favorite Fansets pin or tell us what your favorite Fansets pin is. What pin are you most looking forward to getting? in Las Vegas and you'll be entered for a drawing to get two tickets, which will be drawn at the end of June. Um, and we, it's a great way to get to this very fun event. Um, anything else you want to add, Bill?
2: Yeah. I want to say you have to be going to STLV to pick up the tickets because we're going to have them there. And it's, it's a, it's two tickets. It's one per person. They're not transferable. So if you're going to enter the contest, be sure you're going to go to the party because, um, if you win, um, you're going to have a hell of a time.
1: Fantastic. Lou, anything else you want to add about this? And we want wonderful you there. Event? We want you there. I definitely.
0: Just want, sure. Well, I just want to say thank you to everyone who has come out and supported the geeks and uh, fan sets throughout the years at the event. Vegas is like our Star Trek uh, reunion with our fans and our friends. And we just can't wait. I mean, we are counting the days. So thank you to everyone. And Lou, so for those of us that are going to Vegas that maybe didn't get tickets and unfortunately don't
1: win tickets to the con pod, if anybody wants to find fan sets, you guys will be in the vendor's room, right?
0: Yep. We're going to be in the same spot. We're always uh, right in the door into the hard left. Uh, that's kind of our spot. We'll we're going to have some surprises, I guarantee you, for the show. Don't want to let that out yet. But yeah, we're, we're, we'll be the booth where there's a line.
1: Love it. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the show. We're so excited for STLV. It's coming up just a couple of months away. Um, and gosh, this is just one of many events that we'll be talking about. And we're looking forward to seeing you in Vegas. Thank you. Um, Thanks Bill, for if somebody you. wants to follow you and stay in touch, Bill, how can they find you on social media?
2: Well, you can, uh, it's probably best to follow Trek Geeks. We're pretty much at Trek Geeks on every platform. There you can get updates on Fan Geeks Party. There you can get updates on all of our shows, including con pod with the lovely and talented ron
1: he's amazing he's absolutely he amazing. so amazing <laughs> <He> is amazing
2: <laughs> and lou
0: if anybody wants to stay in touch with fans that's how can they follow you guys well uh much like bill it's at fansets on instagram twitter facebook uh that's the best way to get a hold of us is is through messenger or, or through so, that social media
1: fantastic well thank you again gentlemen and we will see you in just a few months
2: thanks so much Ron. looking
0: forward to it ron thank you so the next
1: big event that we're going to have at stlv this year is the newbie and solo meet and greet which is being held right at the start of the convention and here to talk about that event we have two fabulous guests first is heather barker one of the admins of the unofficial star trek convention facebook groups and one of the organizers of this event and a returning guest to the show heather welcome
3: Thank you for having me back. I am so excited. How many days? How many days are we from STLV?
1: Right now we are 83 days, but this is being (gasps) recorded about a month ahead of it being posted.
3: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, we are close. That's that's the big thing. I used to do the countdown. Now you do the countdown and I just rely on you.
1: (laughs) I love the countdown. And we're also joined by Randy Frank with Lambda Quadrant. Randy, thank you for joining us.
4: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. So the, this the event... countdown is terrifying because I have to make merch. So.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so your 3D printer has to be running
4: non-stop printer. at this point. <laughs> it's on fire.
1: <laughs> I love it. So Heather, as the kind of veteran of this event, tell me a little bit how this event got started and what the, the essential details are.
3: So I'm trying to remember when we had the first Nubian Solo Traveler event because so our group used to be the unofficial Star Trek Las Vegas convention group, and then there was a time when there were supposed to be more official conventions, and that's on pause for now, we'll say. So we changed the name of the group to Star Trek Convention Experiences, and I used them both interchangeably because most people know what they both are. So when we were unofficial STLV group, we started doing a, like a group meetup, and then We just found so many people that were coming on their own or had never been and were coming for the first time and were very intimidated by the chatter in the group and the hype and the fact that there's so many people there. It can be very, very overwhelming. So I think that it was actually Jesse Akendo in our group, one of our other admins, who came up with the idea to focus on the newbies and the solo travelers and do a separate event from them. And now this event has kind of become the main event because everyone is welcome and we want regulars. We want veterans to come and greet the new people. So it's kind of a meetup focused on the the newbies and solo travelers. And it's really evolved over time because when we started doing it, it was basically just let's get together at Masquerade or Ibar Maybe you have a name tag. I think we did try. We try very hard to have name tags, Um, but it was just kind of like, here are the admins of the group. They're like a a point of uh, contact, we'll say, meet them and then kind of go around and meet different people. Uh, Let's see, we had a break in STLV for 2020. I didn't go for 2021. So last year was my first time back, but in 2021, I reached out to Randy and said, would you guys at Lambda Quadrant be willing to host the Nubian Solo Traveler event? Because I was not going to be there. Uh, I don't think many of our admins were. And we still wanted to make sure that event happened and that there was you know, a welcoming group of people to, to say hi to everybody. And so Randy and Lambda Quadrant took it over. And last year was my first year there with them hosting and and me just getting to show up and talk to people, which is great. (laughs) Um, And so last year we had a special guest. We had Larry Nemechek show up for trivia and then we had gift cards for Star Trek Wines and some giveaway prizes that were donated by very awesome fans just like us. So having said that, I feel like I should pass it over to Randy to talk a little bit, or not. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I, I look, I know that we're kind of planning to do the same type of theme where we're going to yeah. reach out to Larry again, um, uh-huh. reach out to Star Trek Wines again, and uh-huh. and hope that all comes to fruition uh-huh. and have that event. So Larry will be there for the trivia. We'll have some cool things to give away. But the night is just really focused on saying hi to other people or someone saying hi to you, which I promise to do a better job of because we've had a few people say I showed up, but I'm really shy and I had a hard time reaching out and nobody really talked to me so that that I'm committing to that this year. I'm going to walk around and introduce myself and say welcome to STLV. Perfect. Perfect. I love that.
4: I I get because we have that night is the same thing as the like the whatever chair it is, the early access to the vendor's room. Right. And so we have to split the team. And I always end up working the table because yes. it's, you know, all of our stuff and whatever. So I don't even get to see it very much. Like I plan it and I create all of this stuff and pass, <laughs> it, on to, uh, pass it on to the rest of the team. And by the time I get there, they're like, Hey, it a great night. Uh, so maybe I'll get to jump in and actually see it this year. Um, but yeah. We, we, have a, we have a good time, um, they, you know, they report back, we bring in our own, some of our own merch to give away too, um, uh, just to, you know, and we bring in name tags and like uh, pronoun tags and make sure everyone has, you know, like markers to actually fill those out. And um, the first year we actually had our, um, uh, our bracelets that indicate like how much distance you want, right? Because right. and everything. Um, yeah. So we try and make it a safe and welcoming place for everyone just outside of just being there. Um, providing those things also so that's
1: great and contrary to the name randy you don't have to be a newbie or a solo traveler to have this thing correct
4: no and you shouldn't like you should everyone should come say hi to to the new people uh or the people there by themselves because then i mean they're gonna they're gonna all fold in anyway they'll be back next year so (laughs) you'll see them again
1: Absolutely. And Heather, if somebody wants to, do you sign up for this event? Do you show up? What's the, what's the protocol? You,
3: you just show up. So this event happens on Wednesday night, right? Oh, Yeah. Correct. Wednesday yes. night. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, sorry. I get, again, when we had different events, we would have one on Wednesday, one on Thursday, right. one on <laughs> oh, the, right, right. the reality. Yeah. yeah. This one is Wednesday. Yeah. And I, I want to emphasize really quick that the reason that this is the main event that we have is just that, There are only four of us admins uh there are only so many people that can help as randy said his time is split between the vendor's room and the event if he can even make it to the event so it's really just a lack of volunteers um and so we just try to have one really great event and and
4: kick it off right at the beginning yeah
3: kick it off you get some connections we are having it this year at the I-Bar at the Rio, which is right next to registration when you walk in. So you'll make a note. It's that It's a round-looking
4: thing. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's like a big circle um, with the, yeah. the bar in between. And I, I do want to emphasize that while it's at the bar, because the bar is just a central location, we have tried for so many years to have events in other spaces, and there are just no good conducive spaces for for these types of gatherings it's just bars because it's vegas i guess um so while it is a bar and it can be loud um i bar is a bit more intimate than masquerade and there is no pressure to drink um i i don't drink like i used to i might have a drink like i'm a social drinker but there's no no one cares no one cares if you have a glass of water no one cares if you have a Coke. So I I hope that people will understand that because it's at a bar, don't let that discourage you from um, attending. And there are lots of people there to support everyone um, through that experience. But we start around seven o'clock and it goes to about nine, which is when um, Larry Nemechik's The Landing Party, sponsored by Trek Movie and Portal 47 starts. And that is again, a bigger trivia event uh, that I highly recommend going to. I will be over there after our party ends. But our party really goes as long as people want to stay at the bar and talk to people. Yeah. People, and I will say for newbies especially that the I bar and the Masquerade bar are really the places where people hang out. And that's true. Sat like again. I know that as we get closer to the convention, we will have an events thread. And that will include links to different fan created events, um, which do include, it depends on what people are doing. Sometimes there's a game night um, and it's just like fans gathering together. So it might be in a room, it might be at a restaurant, it's it's wherever, but we do, we're lucky enough that there are people out there trying to create events that aren't just at the bar so that there is something for everyone. Um, but yeah, we'll be hanging out there and having fun. And uh, I will I will be saying hi to everyone. I'm going to tell this to myself <laughs> 50 <laughs> times so that I'm sure to do it.
4: <laughs> sure to do it. And to your point about the bar too, like it's a very open space. So it's not like you have to like walk into a place that mm. looks like a bar through one door or whatever. It's open out to the entire casino. So yeah. even if you're like outside the bar, it's still right night Like it's right there. It's all out in the open. So there's no worry about having to like walk into a space like that.
5: Yeah.
1: But Randy, like you mentioned, too, it's preview night for gold captains and copper shareholders. Is that what it is? Um, so like, yeah, the <laughs> event running seven to nine, it's very easy to pop in for a little bit and then head down to the preview, then come back. It, it's not something where you have yeah. to be committed to the full two hours either, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah.
4: Oh, for um, sure, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. and people stay long after. Trust me. Like, once people find you know find someone to chat with, they'll be at that bar for hours. That's not what. Yeah. that's just <laughs> when then, the official part ends, and we're going to stop handing out name tags. <laughs> the, the,
3: the nice thing is that it kind of sets you up for the rest of the convention. Where if you are looking for people to meet after hours, like there, there are generally always people at Ibar or Masquerade always. and Masquerade at all, always, all yeah. all hours um i think sometimes it yeah it's it's whenever uh, it's open at least <laughs> i yeah man i've heard about people you know leaving leaving the hotel at 5 a.m for their flight and there's still people at the bar
1: yep. so yep. they will be there
3: guaranteed
1: the fun thing with this group too you can always tell the trekkies because they're always in costume so it's a very easy group to find and jump right into
4: always so. yeah
1: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Before we leave, Randy, I do want to give you just a moment to talk very quickly about Lambda Quadrant and what you folks do and what your presence at the convention is going to look like.
4: Oh, yeah, Um, we have we always have a booth at the convention and I 3D print merch for us to sell. That's very fun. Um, It's all original stuff. Um, Ask Gates McFadden about our one last year. It was amazing. Um, so we do that. And then we also usually do uh, panels and talks and outreach and education and try and raise money for a charity uh, and just be a, a positive influence in the space for everyone. Um, actors, the uh, attendees, uh, creation themselves, they're, they're nice to us. Um, so just try and be a, a positive force in the space and give um, some information and uh, good vibes out. <laughs> Fantastic.
1: Well, it's hard to believe we're so close to this convention. We're excited to see you guys there. Um, Heather, if somebody wants to stay in touch with you and and stay in contact on social media, how can they find you?
3: That is a hard question. Um, I am in (laughs) the Star Trek conventions experiences group, and that is probably the best point of contact for me since my uh, social media world has shrunk quite a bit.
1: And that group is very active at this point and we'll continue to get so as we get closer to the convention, for sure. Um, Randy, if people want to stay in touch with you, how can they find you on social media?
4: Um, just at Lambda Quadrant everywhere. and uh, We got all the socials right. So find us there.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you again for joining us and we're looking forward to seeing you in just a few weeks in Vegas. Hey! thank Yay. you. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> The third and final event that we're going to talk about on today's episode is the STLV Craft Swap. And joining us today is Yez, who is the moderator of the STLV Craft Swap Facebook group. Yez, thank you so much for joining us today.
5: You're very welcome. Thank you for having me.
1: So the craft swap is something we were talking a little bit before we began that I did in my very first convention. um, And it was something completely new to me because I'm not the craftiest person. But for those who are completely new to this, tell us exactly what is the STLV craft swap?
5: Uh, So STLV craft swap is basically anyone who um, joins the group and it is a dedicated Facebook group just to keep things off of the... um, the, the Star Trek convention experiences group just to kind of it, it was basically an offshoot of that group um, because people have been uh, trading crafts for years but we decided to make it a little bit more um, organized and um, that's how the group came about but basically it's anybody who joins who is interested in either making crafts or ordering um custom items for the craft swap they're primarily handmade items but anyone can make however many items they'd like and then attend the craft swaps and there are there's some flexibility in that which we could get to later but basically you bring your items however many you want to make there's no minimums um, and you just trade with other crafters Um, for items that you find appealing for some reason. And it could be, you could trade all your items away or trade only for certain series or certain characters. So again, there's like no commitment, there's no minimum. So it's, we try to make it um, very uh, casual and stress-free, but uh, it has been likened to black Friday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I think that's very, very appropriate. Um, So as far as, you know, mentioned you mentioned bringing as much as you want, but how many people have you counted are, are participating typically?
5: Um, so on a day-to-day basis, it could be between 30 and 40. Um, I did count one time, one year, and it was we had between 30 and 40 each day. Total, that is hard to say because by the end of the week I give up on counting. Um, so it could be I, I've estimated approximately 60 to 70 people total per year. And again, that fluctuates based on um who attends, you know, because not most of us attend every year, but not everybody attends every year. So yeah.
1: That's awesome. So did you create the group or did you inherit this group? How did this kind kind of come to happen?
5: Um, so like I said, people have been trading um or just giving away craft items for years. This has just been something that I I walked into in 2015, my first year. But it was very, very um, casual, very impassing, like somebody would have stuff in their bag. And then um, if they met somebody in line, they could pass it out that way. There used to be a table that people would just throw things on, whether business cards or stickers or craft items. Um, so it was very informal. And one year, I want to say it was 2016, uh, we tried to meet up, but there was no, like, consensus as to, like, a, a specific time. Everyone's just kind of coming and going. So the next year in 2017, um, Heather, who you know very well, who one of the admins for the group, um, uh, started the conversation again about, you know, meeting up at a certain time and I know that Heather has a lot on her plate. So I offered to, you know, make a group. I, I just basically said, hey, do you want me to make a group and either do it for you or you can run it? No pressure. <laughs> just want to help. And she said, go for it. <laughs> go right ahead. So um, yeah, so I think Heather actually was the the one who came up with the idea of meeting at 5 p.m. every day. Just again, no commitment. If you can show up, show up if not no pressure um i think she came up with that idea in 2016 um or uh, yeah 2016 and then in 2017 or 2018 i decided to make the dedicated group so um we could just basically coordinate that way and also get to know each other a little bit in the months leading up to the convention and then again because it is very um casual sometimes people will exchange something and then forget who they got it from so they can post like hey who made this i love it can i get another or do you have a shop or you know just hey thanks i use this every day that kind of thing so it's it's again another way of building community
1: i think it's great and you mentioned that some people do have shops so this is not a buy sell group though correct this is all just people trading crafty items back and forth
5: correct yes it's absolutely just for community building So we do not allow any advertisements whatsoever, not in the group, not at the event itself. Um, And so sometimes um, I I can be very, um, very much a stickler about using the term craft swap and not swap meet, because a lot of people say swap meet, but swap meet implies their sales. So. This is a swap, meaning an exchange, so nobody um, should be charging for it. Now, if they uh, have a business, many people, many makers um, have Etsy businesses, and if they would like to make a little card to include with their item, that's completely okay. Um, it's one, a good way for them to advertise their, their business, and two, um, it's a good way for people to stay connected, because again, we're trying to build community, Right. Um, but the item in and of itself cannot be an advertisement. Um, I made the joke like, no, you know, no one's going to want to trade their hand crocheted pair of socks for a frisbee that just has your URL (laughs) on it, you know. So there has to be a little bit of thought, and it It should be a crafty item. Um, but yes, we we reserve the right to remove any kind of advertisement in the group. And so far. We've been, we haven't had to struggle with that too much. It hasn't been a problem.
1: So I'm looking right now at a picture you posted to the group on March 12th of some, we're going to call them treasures that were found at, at the last swap, I'm assuming. Um, but I see like a loofah sponge that has a com badge and it looks like a little character in it. I see Ferengi latinum. I see what looks like Vulcan ear warmers. These are so cool. So what is like the, the most interesting or unique craft item that you've seen traded at the at the swap?
5: um at, wow there's there has been so many amazing items um some that really um stood out to me though are uh, uh like paper lanterns they're like cut out from paper <laughs> so oh, they have cool. a little like you know trek references cut into them and then there's a a battery operated tea light candle in it. Um, I believe Renee Varen makes those, but she's done those a couple of years and they're beautiful little, uh, basically lamps. They'd be perfect for night lights, but they're so beautiful to look at. And, you know, because they're made out of paper and they're basically a, a pyramid shape. You have to be very careful with them, but they're, oh my gosh, I think they're so lovely. Um, there have been some crocheted items and some people crochet things like um. Washcloths or um uh what are those called um cup holders um, oh, yeah. is that what they're called like coffee cozies yeah. um beer cozies as well um what else uh, coasters um yeah so a lot of crocheted items Um, One of my favorites have been the little sculpted and molded baby Gorns and baby Ferengi. Um, One of our members, Marion, Marion Murdoch, she's a very talented artist. She sculpts and paints. And so what she did one year is she sculpted the baby Gorn and then she made a plaster mold out of her sculpture. And then she used that to pour in, I don't I don't know what the media is, but she poured in. She basically used it used it as a mold to then like mass produce like twenty or thirty little baby gorn, and then she hand painted them. They're adorable. I, I'm a pediatric nurse, so I love anything baby related. So uh, she made the baby gorns, and she even gave one to Bobby Clark, and so he had it at his table. And then uh, the following year, sometime after that, she made baby ferengi. So I'm hoping at some point she'll make some baby Borgs. <laughs> from, it from just local. shows
1: how creative some of these fans are. I mean, it's we have such a talented group in, in this fandom and they are crafty. Um, but I'm also right. seeing some items that aren't necessarily handmade or crafty, keychains, wristbands. So right. if somebody like me who can't crochet anything wants to come to the group, it's okay to bring something like that
5: absolutely and i think one year you brought um some uh, custom bracelets no some of those uh, yes. like rubber bracelets yes yeah, so those yeah that was
1: my first um,
5: Yeah, some people have made those you brought those uh, marina craft chuck has brought some to celebrate like voyager's milestone uh, anniversaries um one person brought one that that reference craft swaps uh, craft swap specifically i can't remember what the saying was on it but it was something related to like mastery or um, artisan, something like that, something that paid homage to the craftiness of the group and also had STLV craft swap on it. So it was very custom made. Um, and those are welcome uh, for the most part. Most people do handcraft items, but you are certainly welcome to um, order something like that, or some people, and again, it's not, it's not, most, but some people have been have said, you know, they've expressed an interest in participating, but they can't make anything. Um, So they have collectibles that they would like to exchange. Um, And some, you know, some are worth more than others. So it's kind of up to the person to decide, okay, I'll I'll trade you this one collectible for two of your items, or, you know, something like that. So there's always some flexibility that way. Um, Some people have also kind of, Straddled the line between mass production and artistry by painting or somehow creating a, um, a, a, a an art piece, and then having a professional company reprint it, whether in uh, postcard form or magnets or stickers. Um, our friend Lean is a very talented artist, and she drew a picture of um, Hemmer from Strange New Worlds um and she kind of did a play on on his name hammer and <laughs> she drew a picture of him wearing the like parachute pants and dancing and it says hammer <laughs> time so awesome. she she ordered those in um so she you know hand painted this and then uploaded the image and had them printed on um stickers and on buttons and then traded you know one or the other for people and then i think one of those ended up on um the actor i can't remember his full name uh that sticker to him and said, Hey, look, somebody made this for, uh, you know, about you. And and then they left the sticker there with him and he loved it. I think he took a picture with the sticker. So um, yeah, so there's um, different ways of going about it. And uh, yeah, there's, there's always the option of joining the group and posting your idea. Um, For example, one year, I just did not have it in me to craft anything. And so what I had done was I got, um, I made a, a, just a very simple little STLV Craft Swap logo with some, you know, crafty type um, clip art around it. And I got those made into um, uh, the, the you know, the sh- like shopping bags. What are they called? They're like reusable. Oh, yeah, the tote
1: bags. bags. I'm looking yeah, at exactly. a picture of them right now. Yeah, nice <laughs> like, tote bag.
5: Yeah, convention tote bag. So that was my contribution that year. One year I did the bags in a different color and I also made um, like combat the concrete kits, which I had actually done even before COVID because as a nurse and I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, I, you know, had made these little kits to help people out, you know, in case, you know, they were not feeling well or actually just to help prevent, just to kind of boost up their, their immune system and also remind them to use tissues and cover their faces when they cough. I love
1: that. Yeah. Perfect for the, for like the current times we're into, you can't have enough hand sanitizer. <laughs>
5: exactly. Yeah. I included hand sanitizer, um, tissues, uh, emergency, um, and met- metamucil packets because, you know, people are on vacation. They're not drinking as much water as they should be. They're not eating as many vegetables as they, you know, normally mm. would, so <laughs> always get stuffed up. So I included a, pa- a couple packets of metamucil just in case anyone needed a little
1: <laughs> so if somebody wants to participate, um, you mentioned the Facebook group, how can they sign up? How can they join? Do you have dates and times for the event set up for the 2023 convention?
5: Um, yes. So we normally uh meet Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of the convention at 5 p.m. And it's usually at uh Jimmy's place um last year because uh, because of the venue change, because we were at Bally's Jimmy's place turned out not to work out (laughs) for us because when we got there, there was a panel ongoing and we make a lot of noise, unfortunately, when we're (laughs) at craft swap. So we just pivoted and met in the kind of large hallway in front of it. And that worked out actually pretty well, but yes, it will be at Jimmy's place now that we're back at the Rio. Um, and yeah, just 5 PM Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Um, we eliminated Sunday a few years ago because it it tended to be everybody that had, um, already traded, um, had already shown up. So Sunday was just kind of like the same people going like, well, I already Mm -hmm. traded with you. So that's why we decided (laughs) to eliminate it. But, um, you can either show up every day if you'd like, because some people can't go certain days or you can only go, you know, one day, two days, whatever works for you. Um, And uh, yeah, like again, no commitment. Um, It can be a little um, loud and chaotic, but we tried to minimize that the last uh, year by having some people just um, basically park themselves, putting one of their items like an example of their item or a small assortment of their different items if they brought different kinds of items on the table And with a number in front of it and then they put the number on their chest and then that way we can draw some people away from the main big table and then have people mingle a little Mm -hmm. bit more so um again it can be a a little bit chaotic but some people say that's part of the fun of it um i will say i don't want to hear any more complaints about how it's black friday because i recently (laughs) went on the star trek cruise and they do a craft swap there joanne ortloff um who was a longtime STLV attendee uh, decided to take the craft swap um, idea and bring it to the cruise a couple of years ago. So I went this past year and holy moly, that was insane. It, there had to have been a hundred people there. It was <laughs> incredible. It was so crowded. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So ours is much tamer compared to theirs. So <laughs> we'll say that. Well,
1: and it's funny, I did Mission Chicago about a year ago or last April, and it was not the same, not having the craft swap. It's a it's a highlight of the convention each year. Um, so I'm assuming people can also join the STLV Craft Swap Facebook group.
5: Um, yes, absolutely. Um, it is STLV Craft Swap, and it is a closed group, but it is searchable on Facebook. It's also um, in the... Uh, I keep calling it the unofficial group, but that's what it used to be called. (laughs) Um, The Star Trek Convention Experiences group, I often will um, either bump or remind people about Craft Swap in there so they can look, look for it in there if they're already in that group. And there should be plenty of links to it in there.
1: Incredible. Now, this does sound like it's a lot of work for you organizing everything, finding a table each day. Is there anything people can do to help you on site or in advance to prepare for this?
5: Yeah, um, we do have a small moderator team that's comprised of myself, um, Lucinda Laughlin and Sally Seagraves. Um, so between the three of us, we kind of do the the organizing. Um, but it would be very helpful if uh, participants could arrive, you know, not all participants, just a couple of people, 15 minutes beforehand and kind of stake out a table in Jimmy's place, because again, it is open seating um and sometimes you know it could take a little bit of time to find a table that is completely empty so if they could arrive early find a table that maybe has a couple people that look like they're finishing up their lunch they could go ahead and uh, <laughs> just stake out that table for us and spread themselves just out just stare
1: them down until they leave that's all it takes <laughs>
5: <laughs> i mean i'm not going to say to do it but i'm also not going to say not to <laughs> Um, yeah, no, but usually it's, it's, you know, people are pretty understanding. Um, we've had people be like, oh, you need to stay, oh no, I'll move over. And so they'll, they'll move over to the next table and then they'll watch all the craziness ensue. And then they come over and ask what's, what's going on here? What's happening? So, um, yeah, so, you know, Trekkies are for the most part, very polite, um, people who tend to help each other out when needed. Um, and if possible, um, we would like to, um, keep our 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 excitement to a minimum because usually there's another uh stage near to jimmy's place um where there are panels that may be happening at that time usually right, there yeah. so yeah we try not to do a whole lot of screaming but you know some people get very excited <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, it's a good, we're having a good time. So, well, thank you so much for coming on. This is really exciting. It's hard to believe we're just a few weeks away. Um, if people want to stay in touch with you on social media, um, how should they find you?
5: Um, I could be found, my name is Yez, um, on the convention experiences group. Um, I can also be found in the USS Rio STLV group. Um, I also obviously am the, the admin for the craft swap group. Um, and, um, that's about it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you again. We're looking forward to seeing you in a few weeks at STLV.
5: Thank you. I look forward to seeing you. Thank
1: you for joining us for this month's episode of the Con Pod. For even more fan-organized events at STLV, make sure to check out the Star Trek Convention Experiences Facebook group. In that group, there's a thread called the 57-Year Mission slash STLV 2023 Official trek Activities fan organized events. There's a listing of all sorts of events that are happening and they are going to be a lot of fun. As always, we're looking forward to seeing you at the convention in a few weeks. We'd also like to take this moment to thank our friends over at Five Year Mission for the intro music that you heard at the start of this episode. You can listen to all their music, get their albums, and some awesome swag by visiting their website at fiveyearmission.net. Thank you so much and until next time, live long and prosper.